This is Abby Ward with the first look of your evening news here on KCIM. The City Council of Lake City has approved of the replacement for current Chief of Police, Dan Schaefer, who will retire in December of this year during their meeting on Monday. The council decided that Assistant Chief of Police Thomas R. Steinborn was the best candidate for the position. City Administrator Jacob Matthews says the process was very competitive and the department received numerous qualified candidates, both internal and external. But Steinborn was deemed to have the right skills, drive, personality, vision, and experience to best serve Lake City. Steinborn has been with the police department for a little over 10 years now and has been serving as the role of assistant chief of police for the past year. Matthew says Steinborn is well known in the community as he lives there and has a great compassion for Lake City, which made him the ideal applicant. Steinborn will start receiving on-the-job training from Schaefer and will officially take over in December after Schaefer's retirement. The Coon Rapids, Baird, and Glidden Ralston Community School Districts received the results for what stakeholders want in their future shared superintendent. The findings come from a stakeholder survey report created by Grundminer Leader Services to assist the districts in finding the ideal candidate for the leadership role. The districts collected 127 responses from the survey, 46% were parents and guardians, 26% were community members, and the district staff made up the rest of the results. The survey asked participants about the district's strengths and challenges and the desired skills and qualifications for the next superintendent. The strengths identified by both districts include strong communication, engagement, and support, small class size, communication and transparency, pride in facilities and available resources, and dedicated, caring district staff. The survey also reported challenges such as staff recruitment, retention, and compensation, administrative accountability and communication, behavioral discipline challenges, academic performance, and concerns about facilities and available resources. When looking at the skills and qualifications for the next superintendent, 51% of total survey responses reported having recruitment, support, development, and retention of staff members as the number one priority. Other favored focuses are effectively managing district resources, building and fostering a community of care, support, and relationships for students, staff, and community members, being a great communicator, and working with both districts equally and being a strong instructional leader. Applications are still being taken for this position until January 28th, with screening interviews on February 7th and final interviews on February 14th. The Carroll Chamber of Commerce and Carroll County Growth Partnership has set mid-March as the tentative launch date for the physical Hub 712 site. Chamber and CCGP Executive Director Kimberly Tiefenthaler says they are wrapping up interior work at the site on the corner of Highway 30 and Adams Street. We are working with a lot of great local folks on the light renovations that we're doing. You know, I'm excited about the interior of it. It's it's going to look different. It's going to have a, a vibe to it that is going to be inviting, and we're really paying attention to that. So we're working on finishing up some things, uh, doing a deep cleaning, because you know how construction dust is, and then working on the final touches, uh, getting some furniture in, working with you know a lot of local people, getting a lot of moving parts and pieces pulled together, quite honestly. So it's been a big project, but a good one. 
Hub 712 was selected by the International Development Council to receive a $250,000 grant to fund a full-time fellow dedicated to assisting businesses and entrepreneurs in the region. Tiefenthaler says they have yet to announce who the fellow is, but it should be coming soon. They do not want us to announce anything of who is it until they do that formally at their leadership summit in Phoenix, which will be February 3rd and 4th, I believe it is. So right in the beginning of February, that will be announced nationwide. So they want to do the big national press release, and then that will definitely trickle down to us locally here. Hub 712 is partnering with numerous state and national businesses resources such as the Small Business Development Center, Iowa State University, and others to provide services to local businesses. Stephen Tyler says the sky is the limit for what they can offer, including agricultural business support. Which I think is really important considering that we live in rural Iowa and we have a very rich farming community all around us. And we have some great examples of farmers who started some great businesses that are now international. Tiefen Dollar made her comments during an interview on KCIM earlier this week. And the full audio is included with the story on our website. Be sure to keep an eye out on the Carroll Chamber of Commerce website and social media pages for more information about Hub 712 as the opening day draws near. Iowa Secretary of Agriculture Mike Nag is urging farmers and landovers who planted cover crops last fall to apply for the state's crop insurance discount program before the January 26 deadline. Eligible producers can receive a $5 per acre discount on spring crop insurance premiums. The program, now in its seventh year, is administered by the Iowa Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship in collaboration with the U.S. Department of Agriculture Risk Management Agency. Nearly 2,000 Iowa farmers have enrolled over a million acres of cover crops in the program, which serves as a model for other states and the federal government. NAG says Iowa farmers and landowners continue to utilize conservation and water quality practices, including cover crops, at record levels. The crop insurance discount program helps defray some of the cost of getting these cover crops established. So I encourage farmers to get their eligible acres enrolled before the deadline. To qualify, cover crop acres cannot be enrolled in other state or USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service cost share programs. Farmers can sign up at apply.cleanwateriowa.org. And that is the first half of your evening news. We'll be back for more right after these messages. Here at Manning Regional Healthcare Center, we offer our patients convenient care close to home. To better meet your healthcare needs, our clinic offers extended hours into the early evening during the week and Saturday morning hours to accommodate busy schedules. We also offer same-day appointments for minor injuries or illnesses for when you or your family need it most. If you're not feeling well, call 712-655-8100 to schedule an appointment at MRHC. Your trusted experts close to home. Mount Carmel Mutual, your local Grinnell Mutual member insurance company, understands the value of teamwork. That's why we applaud the accomplishments of the hardworking student-athletes in our community. Every achievement, big and small, is worth celebrating. Trust in teamwork. Trust in tomorrow. Contact your Mount Carmel Mutual agent today. Trust in tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. 
It's a red-hot weekend at your Carroll Hy-Vee. Now through Sunday, Pepsi products, six packs of bottles or mini cans, only $2.99 when you buy four. Half gallon of milk, only $1.48. And cases of Bush or Bush Light, just $15.99. It's a red-hot weekend, your Carroll Hy-Vee through Sunday. This is Abby Ward with the second half of your evening news here on KCIM. But before we get into your look at your stories, let's take a look at a quick weather forecast and some weather facts. So tonight we're looking at partly cloudy skies with a low around negative 17, wind chill values as low as negative 25, wind gusts as high as 21 miles per hour. Sun Saturday, sunny and cold with a high near 2, wind chill values as low as negative 25. And we are in a wind chill advisory tonight heading into tomorrow. Saturday night, partly cloudy with the temperature rising to around 1 by 4 a.m., wind chill values as low as negative 25, wind gusts as high as 24 miles per hour. Finish on, finishing out the weekend, Sunday, partly sunny with a high near 23, windy, with wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, and Sunday night, mostly cloudy with a low around 18, windy again. Some other facts for you, uh, yesterday's high was at 18 degrees, and yesterday's low was at negative 5. We got 2.5 inches of snow last night. Sunrise tomorrow will be at 7.43 a.m., and the record high was set back in 2014 with 58 degrees, while the record low was negative 22, set back in 1985. And I was just going to say, Sunday, I got I see that temperature, that high of 23, and I'm like, man, that's going to feel so good after having all these negative wind chills. But wind gusts as high as 32 miles per hour, that, that just kind of ruins it for me. Let's take a look at your evening news now. Coon Rapids Gurney Parker American Legion will be hosting a soup supper this upcoming Saturday. Located at Main Street in Coon Rapids, the Legion will be serving soups of all kinds from 5 to 7 p.m. Legion member Gary Strasser says members are excited to be hosting this event again. We used to do the soup supper in conjunction with Christmas in a small town. Then we stopped for a couple of years because of scheduling issues. So this will be the first year back in probably three or so, but we hope to make it an annual affair. Strasser says the uh, Legion and Auxiliary members are rolling up their sleeves in the kitchen and prepping the delicious food for the event. We'll have a variety. We'll have some broccoli and cheese. We'll have some baked potato and ham, chili. There will be some chicken and noodle. We'll have sandwiches, and our auxiliary will be providing bars and cookies. We will have the bar open. You guys kind of like that. And plus, Saturday night, there's a couple of NFL playoff games, so the guys might want to sit around and, and watch that. The supper is for a free will donation with proceeds going to help with the maintenance of the Legion and a donation to a local Coon Rapids organization. We have some roof issues and so we're kind of stockpiling some cash until later on this spring get some things maintenance taken care of. Also, I think what we're probably going to look at doing, we're trying to make a contribution to the Coon Rapids Baird Food Pantry. Again, the Coon Rapids Gurney Parker American Legion Soup Supper is scheduled for tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. Today, Governor Kim Reynolds released an open letter to Iowans detailing her focus on reworking the state's special education system and area education agencies. In her statement, Reynolds says education has always been important to Iowans and that dedication extends to students of all ability levels. 
The AEAs were founded in 1974 with the sole focus of providing services to students with disabilities. But Reynolds says the scope of their work has extended beyond their original mission, now to include coaching certificates, cybersecurity, and graphic design. According to the governor, only about a third of the AEAs in service today are special education focused. Reynolds calls that shift unacceptable as Iowa's fourth grade students with disabilities have consistently performed below the national average when compared to students with disabilities in other states. Reynolds says if we don't do something different, we can simply expect more of the same. That's not good enough for our children, and it's why I'm proposing a change. Reynolds' full letter is included with this story on our website. With ice conditions finally shoring up enough to allow ice fishing, the Iowa Department of Natural Resources reminds anglers to exercise caution before venturing onto frozen lakes for ice fishing. The DNR emphasizes the importance of patience, urging anglers to allow a minimum of four inches of quality ice for fishing and at least five inches for snowmobiles and ATVs. Ice thickness can vary across lakes due to factors like size, water depth, and external elements like rocks and docks. The DNR advises frequent ice thickness testing and encourage anglers to trust their instincts. If the ice seems unsafe, it's best to avoid venturing out. A layer of snow on an ice-covered lake can insulate the ice, slowing its growth and potentially hiding hazards or weak spots. Remember, no ice is 100% safe. Anglers should check for the weekly fishing report for current ice conditions, avoid going out alone, inform someone of their plans, and carry essential safety items including hand warmers, ice cleats, ice picks, a life jacket, and a whistle. The latest ice reports from the DNR are included with this story on our website. House Speaker Pat Grassley says House Republicans extend, intend to examine the activities of agencies that provide temporary workers like traveling nurses in Iowa nursing homes. We pay for, as a state, roughly 50 percent, and especially at nursing homes, 50 percent of the bill through Medicaid. And right now we're seeing a situation where every time we put more money into the system, we're seeing these out-of-state companies continuing to skyrocket the rates. Grassley says it appears the agencies are also poaching staff from nursing homes. What is the number one priority when it comes to providing care? It's make sure you have proper staffing levels and continuity of care. And that's why we're going to look at it. In December, Senate Democrats called on Senate Republicans to launch an investigation of cases of abuse and neglect in Iowa nursing homes. Grassley says as House members begin drafting next year's budget, the state agency that inspects nursing homes, those issues will be examined along with nursing home staffing issues in general. Whether it's accountability for the, uh, the individuals in the homes or whether it's from the taxpayer, I think it's something we need to engage in. Grassley made his comments on Iowa Press on Iowa PBS. Six months ago, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services determined 42% of Iowa nursing homes had a shortage of nurses and other staff who provide direct care to residents. That nearly doubled the national average, and Iowa nursing homes have begun to rely on temporary agencies to feel, fill key roles. And that has been a look at your evening news here on KCIM. This has been Abby Ward reporting. Have a great weekend, everybody.